Hello, and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living and loving life with ADHD. My name is Robin, and I am your host. I'm a woman who was diagnosed with ADHD at 39 after living most of my adult life not knowing I had the condition. This podcast is meant to dispel the myths about ADHD based on my own experience and what it feels like for me and looks like to my family and friends. This week, I wanted to talk about how to land a dream job when you have ADHD. More specifically, how to really use the traits of ADHD to find the best career by leveraging the traits of ADHD as an asset and being comfortable talking about these strengths in cover letters, demonstrating them in job interviews, and using them in your current role to really highlight your abilities. And also, sharing these traits in general, because I'm all about promoting how the ADHD brain can be great in the right circumstances. And I know in saying this, some fellow ADHDers may believe I'm way too optimistic. If you have ADHD, you know that many people don't fully understand the condition, including potential employers. And you may be hesitant to disclose, And it's hard to promote how people with ADHD are often incredibly driven, intuitive, and intelligent because the media often focuses on the challenges those with ADHD face and not on the hard work it takes to develop workarounds for those challenges. If you have ADHD, you may feel it's a constant struggle to find the right fit, a job where you can really shine and show your strengths, where you can channel your energy into a role. I know for me, and for many people in my generation, the options were limited. We were encouraged to apply to fields based on the subjects we were good at, with little understanding of how we could have a career doing what we loved. I know in high school I was great at English and writing, and so I was advised to explore journalism or obtaining a Bachelor of Arts degree. But I didn't know at the time of all the incredible careers available to people who were great at writing outside of traditional roles, and neither did my high school's career counsellor. So I looked to more stable jobs, even if I wasn't passionate about them. I didn't know where I fit or how to apply my strengths to a role. Granted, sometimes this is simply a matter of time. With experience and maturity, you learn what you're good at, what you're not so good at, and what you enjoy. But I think for those of us with ADHD, we struggle. Because we are ambitious and we have passion, we may struggle to find a role where we can truly apply our ambitions and passions. So rather than finding a profession where we thrive, we focus on applying our strengths in our personal lives. We may plan potential theme parties or develop meticulous projects for non-existent businesses or dive down a rabbit hole on a topic we're interested in. We may help others understand their strengths and how to leverage them because we see their potential. Sometimes we don't know how to focus our energy and we feel rewarded for creating lists of our ideas, even if those ideas never come to fruition. A friend of mine who also has ADHD recently landed the job of her dreams. She posted on LinkedIn that she didn't know the job existed, and while it took her a while to find it, she eventually did. She is currently predicting market trends because she is really good at anticipating what might happen. She's a true out-of-the-box thinker and sees connections others might miss. People with ADHD desperately want others to understand them, and she was no exception. Her brain works so incredibly fast, but she wasn't able to communicate everything she was thinking. She wasn't able to really explain how she was putting certain ideas together or why. She just did it. And she felt like she was being judged for the way she did her work differently. She's a non-linear thinker, but this is an asset in her current role. 
So was this super smart, highly motivated, amazing problem solver with a good sense of humor and an ADHD brain to do? Career guidance can be great to help those with ADHD, which can help them take advantage of their strengths and minimize the impact of ADHD on workplace performance. But often, the jobs they'd be best at are not the typical jobs, so they have to get really good at pitching themselves. This means knowing your strengths and knowing how to position your fast-thinking brain, but also knowing what you're not so good at and finding careers where you don't have to do those tasks or at least will have support to do them. For example, ADHDers process more in an hour than most people do in a day, which means that in brainstorming meetings, the person with ADHD will run through a dozen scenarios while their colleagues may think through a few carefully thought out plans, which is fine because workplaces need those with tons of ideas or pitches and others who can logically think through those ideas to determine practicality. But when the person with ADHD is not able to share their thoughts, they may become frustrated or shut down completely. We know that most of our ideas are pretty improbable, but maybe, just maybe, we could give one banana idea a try. A workplace that embraces the strength of ADHD is one that truly values innovation and will find balance by also employing people who thrive in determining risk. Those with ADHD are also incredibly observant and passionate, but after years of being shut down or criticized by others, they may not put themselves out there at work. A workplace that embraces employees like those with ADHD who naturally show enthusiasm for work they love, have hired brand ambassadors who can authentically advertise their workplace as an employer of choice. And if those individuals are promoting a product or service, wow, they will share their enthusiasm for their work with anyone who will listen. Experts also say ADHDers tend to be quick learners who are very observant. So if a candidate with ADHD is lacking experience, They'll make up for it with drive and persistence and likely hyper-focus on what they don't know until they become an expert on the topic. Isn't this a hiring manager's dream candidate? I remember when I was younger and worked in a bank as a teller. My manager would visit our nearby McDonald's every morning where she was greeted in the drive through by a single mother of what I recall was four children. After several weeks of light conversation with this individual, my boss offered her a job. This woman had zero experience in finance and no education beyond high school, but she was enthusiastic, a great conversationalist, and hardworking. I remember at that young age, my boss saying that she can train anyone to do a job. What she was looking for was people who were driven, energetic, and curious. This woman went from being a teller to managing a bank herself because she was given a chance to prove her value and threw herself into learning everything she could about her job, including in rolling in university part-time while working. Maybe she had ADHD, maybe not. But those with ADHD are known for being quick starters. This is that impulsivity trait coming out in a positive way. They jump right in without worrying or doing endless research. Their path may look different, but if they are passionate about the project, they'll dive in and make the necessary tweaks along the way as they learn what works and what doesn't. And because they're intuitive and detail-oriented, ADHDers seem to notice things others miss. Since the ADHD brain lets in, a lot of what other employees might consider irrelevant noise. And because they're intuitive and detail-oriented, ADHDers seem to notice things others miss. Since the ADHD brain lets in a lot of what other employees might consider irrelevant noise, ADHDers are able to notice things that others might naturally filter out. They are likely to find patterns where others see chaos. 
those with ADHD are also often courageous. And not only in the fact that they remain calm in crisis, but in putting themselves out there. As more workplaces recognize the importance of embracing diversity, equity, and inclusion as part of the culture, look to the people who are speaking up and helping others learn. Some of the most intelligent and passionate people I've met are those who proudly share that they are Indigenous or members of the LGBTQT2S community or have an invisible disability. They can't change this about themselves, and why should they? They are proud of who they are. They know their value and what they offer goes beyond speaking about their experience, but in applying a much needed lens to how services are delivered. So for those looking for their dream job, look to the places where diversity, equity, and inclusion is celebrated, and the workforce includes individuals from various backgrounds. And for hiring managers, look to the people who are being vulnerable and demonstrating leadership by putting themselves out there day after day, not because they have to or are being paid to, as part of their job, but because they choose to, because they want to make the world more equitable for all. Because that passion, that resilience, that ability to connect with others, these are the people who will apply those same strengths to their role and will be the ultimate dream candidate. Until next time, this is Robin and this is Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about how ADHD is more than a list of symptoms. If you have an idea, question, or comment, please write to me at livinglifesquirrel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.